Welcome to the Meetings Today podcast. I'm Danielle Lebrecht. This week, I traveled to Las Vegas to tour the new Caesars Forum, which hosted the Hybrid Conference Direct Annual Partner Meeting, which was the first event ever in this facility. For this episode, I interviewed some folks at Caesars and Conference Direct who collaborated together to design this meeting. A disclaimer about the audio. When conducting this interview, all participants, including myself, were distanced and masked, following the safety protocols of the forum and as recommended by the CDC. If we sound a little muffled at times, that's why. If you'd like to follow along with the written transcript, you can read while you listen at meetingstoday.com slash podcasts. Here's the interview. I am here today with Don Ross, Vice President of Meeting Operations for Caesars Entertainment, and some folks from Conference Direct, Mary Sanchez Quigg, Vice President of Global Accounts and Marketing and Virtual Events Specialist, and JJ Wills, Senior Vice President, Marketing Programs and Business Development. So thank you for joining me, everyone. Thank you for having thank us. You. Thank you. So we are in the Unity Boardroom at the brand new Caesars Forum in Las Vegas. What brings us here today is that the forum is hosted its first conference ever, the Conference Direct Annual Partner Meeting. As many of our listeners may know, Caesars Forum was supposed to have its grand opening in March, and unfortunately that timing coincided with the coronavirus pandemic in the United States, where we quickly shut down and meetings and conventions basically came to a stop. Um, But this facility is beautiful and is starting back up this week with hosting people. So to start us off, Don, can you just reintroduce us to the Caesars Forum and tell us a little bit about this venue um, now that it can host some meetings under the guidelines that the governor of Nevada has set. Absolutely, and uh, thank you for being here. Uh, Caesars Forum, as you said, was supposed to open in uh, the middle of March, and unfortunately, this, uh, you know, right the day before opening, we were shut down. But we have um, two of the largest ballrooms in the world. They're 110,000 square foot each, pillarless and two uh, junior ballrooms, as we call them, which are 40,000 square foot each. We also have the the plaza outside, which is 100,000 square feet, and uh, it's really nice to be on one level, and all the glass windows allow for us to really uh, take advantage of the natural beauty of of the desert. you know the 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 challenge certainly was uh, was to uh, close this thing down right before opening, and we just are honored that we um, were able to partner with JJ and Mary and their team to host the uh, conference direct APM. I mean, what a perfect group for us to showcase our new uh, jewel in the desert to uh, great partners of Caesar's Entertainment and of the meetings industry, and we're just thrilled to have them here in Las Vegas. Yeah, so I'll go to Mary and JJ next. Um, Tell me a little bit about how first maybe Conference Direct has navigated this year and how you guys decided that the forum was the right venue for this conference, which I do believe has a hybrid component. So there are people here in person and there are people participating virtually. Sure, thank you. Well, we um, partnered with Caesars Entertainment uh, more than two years ago uh, to confirm dates to hold our event here. We were very excited to be one of the first groups in the new space. We didn't know we would end up being the very first. <laughs> and um, But it's an amazing venue, and of course we wanted our associates to see it and experience it so they can pass that along to their customers. Um, so we were supposed to be here in May, and we pushed the dates to August, and I think we all thought, oh, surely by August we'll be back to meetings. And then we pushed the dates to October, 
uh, where we are now. And even then, 30 days ago, we were waiting for the governor to, to change the rules so that we could in fact meet. So um, we're thrilled to be here. We're so glad that, that it all worked out and the stars aligned. Uh, normally we have over 900 people at this event. And this year we have a total of about 350 participating. About 130 of those are here in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about the agenda for this conference for in-person attendees. How does it look different than maybe the typical annual partner meeting? Well, beyond size <laughs> is an obvious uh, component. We have had to rethink every aspect of this meeting from the communication um, to our attendees and our partners who attend to the actual setup of every uh, meeting space, the awards dinner, our awards luncheon, our reception, things that have come second nature to us and we've been doing for the last 20 years has now, was actually turned on its side, mm -hmm. upside down, and we've had to consider very carefully how we were going to navigate every aspect of this meeting, communicate it to the attendee, um, both in the physical, in-person setting and the virtual setting. Those who are watching and participating uh, from their home offices. And so it, it was a very time consuming process, a very collaborative process with everyone at Caesars. They have been tremendous partners. I, I can't imagine um, doing this in this format with um, anyone else the first go around, I'd say. I've always said people here in Las Vegas um, in the hospitality industry are the consummate professionals. And they've demonstrated that every step of the way this year. Yeah, I guess, Don, can you talk about a little bit how you've worked with these guys and, you know, for future meetings that come here that might be, you know, under these social distancing restrictions, what are some things that you guys have done to elevate the safety here? Well, I, I think that's that's the key. I think Mary hit on it, and, and the communication has been key in partnering with one another and learning from one another. Them learning from us of what the capability of the building is, us learning from them what they want to accomplish, and putting our minds together and really digging deep to make sure that we could do it. And with the with always safety at mind for for not only the attendees, the staff, you know, all of our people that are here working. So I think it's it's been a great opportunity for our team to learn from them and, and vice versa. And it's even more exciting to have all their partners here and their associates here who can take home a little bit of, of what we've done and talk to their customers about how to do a meeting safe, both here in Las Vegas or anywhere. And that's the goal that we all want in the hospitality business to get back to work. And I think that this has been a, a you know, collaboration has been said a lot over the, the, the last few months. And it's been a learning process for everybody. And I think everybody's come, you know, come to the bat and really, that's been our focus mm -hmm. all along. And yeah. it's, it's, we've been successful at it. Yeah. So I know that you, you had mentioned your virtual attendees 
a lot of professionals in the industry are saying this like hybrid model is probably going to be something that'll be around for a while. And I know this building being brand new probably has good infrastructure for virtual meetings or meetings that need um, to be a little more technologically advanced than perhaps in the past. Can you talk about that a little bit and what this venue has to offer? Well, one of the things we have to offer is just so much space that we, we've been able to really spread out, if you would, and, and provide that social distancing that we need. Certainly all the capabilities as far as technology and things are here and uh, partnering with Encore Productions who is our, our AV partner to, um, to provide uh, for, for some flawless events and being able to, I mean, it's been, I think our industry will change. I don't think face-to-face -face will always happen, but I think we'll be able to connect with more people virtually. And I think that's something that the industry is gonna grow. And, you know, international guests that can't make it for a short meeting can be connected to a live event. So I think the learning that we are doing here today will just help us and our customers uh, in the future to to reach out to more people. Mm -hmm. um, Mary and JJ, can you talk a little about, bit about how your virtual attendees are participating over these next few days? Sure. So um, the virtual attendees are able to watch live our general sessions uh, as well as our awards dinner, which took place last night. And then we have a trade show component. And so normally we have a free-flowing sort of traditional trade show. And we've done appointments this year for the first time. And part of that was to control the flow and the capacity. But the other part was so that we could incorporate the virtual attendees. So anyone could be meeting with anyone. So we might have someone who is here in Las Vegas that does an appointment with someone in Las Vegas, and then their next appointment could be with someone virtual, mm -hmm. and vice versa. We have associates who are at home, and they're um, logging in and having appointments with other virtual attendees. It's just, it's, it's been um, pretty fascinating. And something to consider is their, the attendee journey for them and right. what that's like. Exactly, yeah. The attendee journey for someone sitting in their home who's not here is definitely different than the person totally. who's here experiencing things on site. Absolutely, totally different. And I just to go back to your previous comment about the brand new space and the technology capabilities, today, for those of us that were sitting in the trade show and had virtual appointments with um, partners that were not here, the technology really show, was showcased. Mm -hmm. The fact that you have the pipeline for the bandwidth to accommodate so many people connecting with each other in a virtual environment and still go flawlessly is critical. And that's the only way hybrid meetings in the future will be able to move forward. Mm -hmm. And I can see just as uh, virtual meetings have evolved from March to now, we're going to see that evolution occur in the hybrid space very soon. Mm -hmm. What we were accepting of um, quality and engagement-wise in April, May, June is not going to be what we're willing to accept come December, January, um, even into the future, especially mm -hmm. in a hybrid environment. Right. So yeah, having that technology infrastructure is really important. It's critical. Yeah. 
Another benefit that I think the forum has, and maybe Don, you can talk a little bit more about this, and I know you guys are utilizing this space tomorrow, I believe, but the outdoor plaza is a huge outdoor space, especially right now. There's a bit of a higher comfort level with outdoor meetings. There's a lot of room to spread out. There's the fresh air. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, I know for Vegas too, anywhere where you can get a space that big where you can meet outside is right. pretty critical. So, so traditionally in, in, in many cities and especially Las Vegas, the only outdoor space we've had are the pool decks. So we fight to try to get the pool deck closed early enough that we can do a reception. Well, here we can use it for breaks, we can hear, use it for lunch, we can use it for sessions. So it's really been a, a big selling point for us and something that we've really focused on. And we've got uh, these windows that, that you know raise up and, and seamlessly guests can walk right out of their general session and go right out onto our plaza. Um, so that's a big point. A selling point for us. So yes, tomorrow night we're going to use it for entertainment, for a reception. And we've learned to do new types of reception. So we're doing a plated reception mm -hmm. with uh, servers uh, offering drink service. But that's what we're doing, and it it's something that we feel we can accomplish. It's safe. We can showcase our food. One of the things we really wanted to showcase here at the forum is we've always said that customers don't want to jeopardize quality for scale. Well, we've built this huge facility, and although we're not hosting a huge event, our focus has been and will be to provide a restaurant quality food and beverage experience. And we feel that the way we've set up our kitchens and our physical plant and the team that we've put together with both the equipment and the culinary talents, training of our staff, that we're able to provide that. So we're really excited to showcase the plaza tomorrow night and more of our food that we've been provi providing mm -hmm. for the, over the last couple days. Yeah, I'm excited to see that set up. And it, it, it'll, it's also interesting to see as you know meetings move forward. Even today, I saw how food and beverage is served. Um, I know you guys probably put a lot of thought into that. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and how you guys set that up? Sure. Well, we collaborated with you know with Don's team, and for example, in our trade show, instead of a traditional break setting where people would walk up and grab snacks and drinks, um, they had attendants walking the trade show floor with a cart and serving food and beverage options, snack boxes, and drinks at the tables to avoid that congregating. And you know, it's so hard. We're so excited to all be together, and we're an industry of people who love spending time together and like really genuinely like each other. So there's a tendency to want to gather and, and hug and be together. So planning it out so that it's um, still a really great ex quality experience, but we avoid those types of mm -hmm. situations was really important. Exactly. Um, for our indoor meals, we also did tables for one. And I think Don, <laughs> Don's team thought we were a little crazy, but everyone had a 30-inch cocktail round, and they're set six feet apart, and they served beautiful. We had a beautiful three-course dinner last night and a three-course lunch today. And and you're just at your own table and you can still talk to the people at the tables you know around you mm -hmm. but it's just a way to make sure that that we're being safe and still having that quality experience and, and I think looking at it now it, it was a great setup and 
you could tell that the people were comfortable. I mean, I think that was something that was very important to to uh, Mary and, and JJ and their team, that they wanted to get as many of their associates here and partners. They wanted to assure that they weren't putting anybody into harm's way, and they wanted them to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think we've, we've been able to provide that with that setup. I think it's a great setup. Yeah. It is. I, I thought that... Um, we as leaders in the industry need to demonstrate that we can meet, we can meet safely, but it cannot look like it did previously for the time being. Mm -hmm. And therefore, things and setups that were normal and well established within the industry were basically turned on its head. The table for one concept took a little bit of getting used to when we first introduced it, but as an, if I'm looking at it from an attendee perspective, I did feel safe walking into that room. I felt like the organizers took the time to realize that the attendee's comfort level has to be uh, at the forefront of the entire planning experience. And I think we've demonstrated that to date. I mean, obviously it's anecdotal right now based on the feedback we're receiving in the hallways, but it's been positive. Absolutely. They are excited to be here. They're excited to go back and they've been taking pictures and saying, I can't wait to show my customers how it's been done. Mm -hmm. And the importance of assigning seats so exactly. that people people understand that nobody else would have gone to that chairs or that table, mm -hmm. so they don't have to worry that somebody might have sat down and changed their mind and gone somewhere else. I think that's a big key of, of making people feel comfortable and relaxed. Um, uh, that's what we've been trying to accomplish with other customers to ask them, listen, we, you can do rounds of four, but pre-assigned seating and, and have the customers, if they're going to, the, to a break, to put their name. Well, they, uh, they did this for the meetings and the meals, so people know this is my little spot and I can feel comfortable that nobody else has gone there and, and, they're, you know, and, and the communication has been just critical and they've taken care of their their associates partners everybody knows exactly what's going on and there's really no question so it's you know the meetings industry are a lot of professional people and, and nobody people are here to do business and to learn and not to you know so it, it's a lot easier to ask people nicely to put on a mask and, and people are following the protocol and, and that makes uh, our job a lot easier as well yeah yeah, a lot of creative solutions on display, and that that's meeting professionals are creative problem solvers. So it's it's great to see some of that on display this week. And as okay, we scale up, I think we can we continue what we're doing and, and be mm -hmm. and, and do this until people are comfortable and we can all relax at some point and take off a mask. Mm -hmm. But you know. It's, it's not that bad of a deal to wear a mask, to be able to sit in a room and, and, and to, to, to be with people that you, you want to learn from and you want to do business with and you want to go home and, and know that you're, gonna, you're not going to bring anything back to your mm -hmm. families. Totally agree. One thing, and I'm not sure if this was a question you're going to ask later, but just to see the excitement in the eyes of your staff. Right. 
has absolutely made my heart full this week. They're coming up to me and saying, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Mm -hmm. And it is so wonderful to see a ballroom with people in it. And that literally has just, I'm so grateful for that. We are too. I mean, we talked about that earlier today and it's, you know, it was so hard to, to put up this great team together. And then right when we were supposed to open, send everybody home and there, the excitement when last week when we called people and said we're back and you're gonna we brought them in and we had them all tested and we did COVID training first and then finished up our, our normal training for for this meeting and just you know they just want to do anything they can to 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 uh, to excite people mm -hmm. so I think it's you we even said it you don't you don't see the smile but you see it in the eyes <laughs> you yeah. see it in the eyes we may be the the face and the voice of the industry. They are the, heart, the heart, they are the muscle, and they are the driving force of this industry. Yeah. And it is with sincere pleasure that I, I've done this this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, I think that is a wonderful note to end on. So thank you guys so much for meeting with me today, taking time out of your schedule to talk a little bit about this conference. I wish you all luck as it continues on this week and excited to see some more of the setup. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for tuning in to the Meetings Today podcast. If you want to learn more about the New Caesars Forum and how the TMAC Conference Direct ran their annual partner meeting, you can find related articles from this event along with photos on meetingstoday.com. Stick around our website too for the latest news in Las Vegas and destinations all over the world. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the Meetings Today podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.